0: Niall Boylan Richard, for the next hour or so. What a weekend it has been. The news, of course, has been dominated by the riots on Thursday night and what preceded it. And, of course, then Leo Varadkar's absence with all this Let's bring in some hate speech laws, because that's really going to solve the problem. Let's be clear about it. Burning cars, burning buses and looting are already crimes. We don't need hate speech laws to prevent that from happening. We need Garda Shia Kala is what we need to prevent that from happening. And of course, there's a march on, I believe, today in solidarity, of course, with everybody in relation to the violence that happened on Thursday night. And don't get me wrong, I stand by all those in solidarity. We should all be against what happened on Thursday night. But surely the march would be, bad the better interest of the march would be to, for the victims of that particular crime on Thursday afternoon. And I hope they all um, have a full recovery, those particular victims, particularly the young child who's still in a critical condition. Anyway, we could talk about that today. We could talk about hate speech laws, but I think it's been done over the weekend. And we will get around to it again. We can't talk about it every single day. But I thought it was today was a good idea maybe to lighten the mood slightly, if, if that's what you want to call it. We want to talk about young people. And are they self-entitled? And I don't know if you've been watching this kind of cornflake television. It's kind of, you know, the I'm a celebrity thing. It's the kind of thing you watch when you want to empty your brain. Because you don't have to put much thought into watching it. I have to be honest, I don't really watch it too much myself. uh, Because I really just couldn't, I couldn't focus on something like that. It's almost as bad as watching The Late Late Show. Speaking of The Late Late Show, by the way, The Toy Show. It was kind of marred, wasn't it, by the events of Thursday night, unfortunately, that we didn't get all the publicity around it. But I have to say, it was diabolical. It was awful. And I love the Late Late Toy Show. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I'm, I'm slightly addicted to it every single year. I, as a child, I watched it growing up with Gay Byrne and Pat Kenny, and then Ryan Turbordy and of course, Patrick Keelty. But I thought it was dismal. I thought it was stale. I thought it was boring. Um, it's not about the toys anymore. It's kind of just about kids now. And don't get me wrong, I I understand that. But there was a time when you'd sit there with your little piece of paper and your pen, watching all the toys being demonstrated by Gay Byrne and the kids, and you'd put that your list for Santa Claus. And that's not really being done anymore. There was very little, actually, about the toys. Anyway, I thought it was dismal. I thought it was stale. I I think it's worn out. I think they need to re-look at how they do it again in the future. Anyway... I'm a celebrity. Back to this one. Nella Rose, of course, people may know. She's been branded vile and entitled by viewers after her over-the-top outburst at Fred. Now, she's creating problems here, there, and everywhere, it seems. Now, Emma's celebrity viewer's left fuming, according to the Daily Mail, after Nella Rose exploded at Fred Sir- uh, X, declaring her vile and entitled on Tuesday. The influencer, who's 26 years of age, lost her rag after the first date star, 51, lightheartedly joked he was old enough to be her father. However, just hours after revealing how she had lost both her parents, Nella took his words the wrong way and branded her fellow campmates disrespectful. Nella shouted, I'm not stupid! You're not going to little girl me! You're not! That's the end of it. Taken to ex formerly known as Twitter, furious fans declared she should instantly apologise for her over-the-top reaction. She seems to be reacting to everybody at the moment. She called Nigel Farage a racist and all sorts of things. And one said, poor Fred. Nella Rose giving the most over-the-top reaction in I'm a Celebrity History. A vile, Z-list attention-seeker, young person. Let's get her gone. Twitter was on fire all weekend over the behaviour of this 26-year-old, who is a product of society, let's be clear about it, most saying she's typical of the young generation and just self-entitled. So it got me thinking. And I put up a, a little Twitter poll there earlier on today. Let me just see how it's going. Okay, we put a Twitter poll up asking about young people in general. And the question I simply asked was, "Today's poll, as a parent, who's uh, oh, where's it As a parent, uh, are boys or girls more difficult to raise? All things considered, including demands, tidiness, behaviour, and respect for parents, who are worse?" And according, it's not a scientific poll, but it's reasonable. Forty-two um, percent said girls, nineteen percent boys, twenty-one percent both, as bad as the other, and eighteen percent obviously don't have kids because they're not sure. If you're not sure, you clearly don't have kids. But are teenagers and young adults self-entitled and spoiled? According to the survey today, girls seem to be a lot worse, obviously, than boys, generally when it comes to being untidy, neediness, materialistic, untidy and expecting others to tidy the room or whatever it is for them and being demanding. They almost feel the world owes them something. But is that really their fault? Because they're growing up in a world where they have too much information, too much knowledge, as far as I'm concerned, um, (coughs) about the world around them. When I was 18... I didn't know about politics, social issues and climate campaigns. All I cared about was, did I have enough money to go on a Saturday night? When I was a teenager, I just watched television and played out in the road. Whereas nowadays, they're online getting involved in political and social debates. They have an opinion on everything. But is this really a good thing as a young person? So the question we're simply asking, and we want you to respond by texting or WhatsApping on oh eight five one hundred twenty two fifty five. That's oh eight five one hundred twenty two fifty five. Are young people self entitled? Let me go to Bernie if I can. Bernie, hi, how are you? I'm grand. How are you now? Good, Bernie. Do you think young people are self entitled?
1: Well, it's a completely different uh, show now, like for, for teenagers. Mm. Um, I think they have a lot more entitlement, and I think it's, I think it's the parents. Um, are at the back of it Yeah. because there's so many rules and regulations around now you can't even look at a teenager now do you know it's got really bad I don't know what I have uh, six grandchildren who are all uh, some of them are teenagers Yeah. and you know I literally go in hi how are you and if they don't respond they have their headphones on I just go okay and I know it's not personal um, I just know but it is personal
0: you see you're saying that you're excusing them like if I, know, I and like, I know you're exactly what you mean. You know when you say something to them and they don't even look at you anymore, right? They're looking at their phones, they've head phones in. If and they don't even answer you. It's just rude. If I'd have done that to my parents, I'd have been put into the middle of next week.
1: Yeah, but there's so many things out there now. I mean, I don't know how you navigate the world today. I as a teenager. Like, you, you, you start off at 12, then you go into secondary school, then you're thrown into all this, um, Auntie bullying be nice, don't do this, don't call that person she, don't wear a headphone. Do be, you know, there's so many rules and regulations. Like, your head must blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, when we were when I was growing up like the biggest thing was I wonder when we well you know I'll have enough money saved in the summer in the summer job to get me through the winter so I wouldn't have to be asking my parents for money Do you know um, I didn't have 10 pairs of jeans I had a pair of jeans that maybe lasted me for years um, I bought my own sanitary clothes stuff and uh, I didn't ask them once I hit 13 so mm. I was independent from a very early age and I loved the fact that I was allowed to be independent but most of us were
0: thing. But, but young people yeah. now are not independent anymore.
1: But, I mean, They're it, hanging on to but, their mother's a, and
0: father's coattails. They're 22.
1: Yeah, and I, no, 42. Some of them are 42 <laughs> still hanging on. You know, like, let's be honest. Like, I think this law where you can't work till you're a certain age. I mean, you were working at a pub at night collecting glasses at 13. You were, you know, given a packet of peanuts and maybe 50 pence. And you went home, but you were working. You know, you were... I'll well, I, I give you an example.
0: You know, one of my, my friends, he has a 23-year-old son. And he said something to him the other day. He was on the phone. He was telling me this. He says I couldn't believe his response to me. He said something to him. I can't remember what it was. He said to him, but his son, twenty three, in a very serious tone, said, "Don't assume my gender."
2: Gee, this <laughs> is mean, Where do you
0: go from that? <laughs> you know, don't assume my yeah. gender. I mean, for God. or give me you know all this. You're in my space or all this nonsense. You know, I, I mean, yeah, it's just. And-
1: terrible because I get, oh, for God's sake, Granny, you can't say that. That's racist. And I'm going, but it's not meant like that. They don't, everything I say, I'm shot down nearly. Mm. You know, or you're funny, Granny, the way you think. Do You know, Mm. I'm trying to be honest. I'm always honest with them and straight. If they ask me a question, I'll be straight with them and answer them. And if I don't know the answer, I'll look look at a book and read it and see, can I get the answers? Do You know, I try and show them alternatives to what they're actually doing. But... It, it, they don't want to be around me at the moment because, you know, teenagers don't want to be around anyone over 40. You know, you're too old.
0: That's Unless crazy, in, isn't it? You know? We were quite happy to be chatting to our granny. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. You learned, I mean, but your granny was more tolerant of you at that stage than your mother was.
0: You know, yeah, Your mother course. would say,
1: oh, my God, you know, whereas your granny would have time for you and she'd sit down with you and she'd say, oh, you're a great lad. Oh, my God. And yeah. You'd be delighted. Whereas your mother be telling you
0: like, the, the devil spawn like the devil's like? But stay there a second. Let me go to Dave and I want to go to Carl and Maureen as well. Dave, hi, how are you? That's the story, folks? Uh, Dave, just, I, I want to go to Carl a second because Carl always has an opinion on everything. But in relation to young people nowadays, generally, when you look at this, I'm a celebrity. Now, she's 26. You can clearly see she's self-entitled. She believes the world owes her something. But generally, from the age of 15 up to 26, which we could refer to as young people or young adults, are they self entitled and spoiled?
3: Um, probably a bit self absorbed, but that's that's always been teenagers. I mean, to my generation, it's all part of the teenage experience. You know, your your body's flooded with hormones. One day you're happy, out the next day you're pissed off for no apparent reason. You're trying to find your tribe. You're trying to find yourself. I mean, can we say that a young Niall Bylon who was probably walking around with his cut off denim jacket and his favourite band plastered on the back of it? Didn't get the same shit from his
0: own father, no? It was a different type of shit. But, uh, but when I was a young you man, and I mean, by the way, you've just described me perfectly, I did have a cut-off denim jacket with ACDC or Queen or something on the back of it, or Pink I, Floyd, right? I was, was, yeah,
3: was going to say Matty Crew, but yeah, go yeah,
0: yeah. on anyway. Okay, I think I had Pink Floyd <laughs> embroidered on my legs or something like that. But anyway, and I had I had long dyed blonde hair <laughs>
3: If you find
0: those pictures, please share them. And a Magnum Pi mustache, but I, but anyway, oh, fl- a fluffy mustache because I thought it was great. But here's the thing, right? I didn't worry about politics. When I was 16, I had no idea who the Taoiseach of the country was. I had probably no idea who the president was. I remember meeting Erskine Childers outside the school one day. He was the president, I think, at the time, right? Uh, but I had no idea who all these people were. I didn't know what they did. It didn't interest me because I was a teenager. But nowadays, teenagers yeah, but, have an opinion on everything. Yeah,
3: teenagers have always had an opinion on everything. They, they always have. There's, there's nothing new with teenagers. Teenagers seem to think that they know everything about the fucking world when they know very, very little. I was I was the same. My brothers were the same. Like, this argument has been going on for It just seems to be the older generation just loves to shit on the younger generation because we think we had it tougher than they did. You know what I mean? Like, I could talk about, like, the stuff that, you know, was tough for me when I was a teenager, and you could equally come back to me and say, well, you didn't grow up at a time when the threat of thermonuclear war was a, a genuine and ever-present danger, mm. you know? I mean, we talk about kids being self-entitled and spoiled. Who are the ones who are doing this one? You know, I mean, it's very easy. Well,
0: to well I think know. we are. Social media is doing it to them as well, by the way. TikTok yeah, and you know, Instagram. and look,
4: look,
3: Yeah, and look, I will agree with you there. I've met teenagers who have a certain chip on their shoulder about the world around them, and and how our generation is ruining it for their generation and blah blah fucking blah but it's up to us as the parents to, to stomp that out I mean my uncle is 13 he's off school today I know for a fact when I go home he's going to have the house cleaned and the dinner on
0: well he fair play to him and- because he's he's in a different league because from what I'm aware my exactly. parents tell me they walk into their children's bedroom and they can't get from one side of it to the other and here's yeah, the problem
4: listen, here's the, listen, no. here's listen, the
0: problem in my day that didn't happen because your dad boxed the head off you
3: listen, that's that is also a thing with teenagers. As good as he is, some days I walk into his room and I walk out with murderous intent. Okay? Like they have to they have to learn. Like he's he's the best in the world. I mean, he helped me install a kitchen recently. He helped me build a fence out of the back garden. This summer I'm cutting him into the family business. I'm gonna teach him how to weld and, and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, since he became a teenager I do daydream about smothering my sleep a lot more than I did this time two years ago. That's all part of being a teenager. Yeah, but
0: they feel that's somebody else's job. It's somebody else's job to clean their room. They feel it's somebody else's job to feed them. Somebody else's job to do everything for them. Whereas we didn't really get that.
4: (laughs)
3: It kind of is your job to feed your kids now, to be fair, like... No, know,
0: but, no, but what? no, but what? No, I'm talking about when they're 16, right. Dave. Look, look at you, look at, look at you, looking for food. <laughs> but, but hang on, let me let me just bring Carl into the debate here as well. Hi, thanks. Uh, you can take one if you want, Carl. Um, let me go to Carl. Carl, hi, how are no. you? I'm not bad, man. How you doing? I'm good. Carl, I mean, if you good. listen to Dave, he looks at his son with murderous intent. <laughs> I mean, every parent does that eventually, but uh, actually, I wanted to start, I want to read you a quote, and uh, I think it's a very relevant
5: one. It's a quote about the, the younger generation. The children nowadays love luxury. They have bad manners, contempt for authority. They show disrespect for their elders, and they love to gossip instead of exercise. They're tyrants. They're not servants of their households. They don't even stand up when their elders enter the room. Now, that was a quote by Socrates. Mm, right. So this belief that the younger generation you know our our self-entitled little prats it kind of it, it it doesn't entirely hold water because older people have always thought that about the younger generation mm-hmm. now i do think that they have like a a fixation on instant gratification materialism i think they've been affected by kind of helicopter parenting and i certainly see a lot of kids out there who are only an inch shy of being completely useless but it doesn't have to be that way like you do have some input into how you raise your own kids like you can't be responsible for them all so you just have to take care of your own as best you can you know and so i think i mentioned this to you before my my son had just turned 14 and i got him out into a summer job and he was raging about it he was livid. none of my friends have to do this this isn't fair you know you're mean you're this you're that i just said look no two ways about it that's what you're doing and off you go get up early in the morning And you know, in a way, it was the making of him.
4: Has
0: he 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 ever said those famous lines to you? You're ruining my life.
5: Oh my God! Yeah, (laughs) this is a this is a fairly regular. You're ruining my. I I got that. My
0: kids are in their twenties now, but I remember about fourteen or fifteen. You're ruining my life. (laughs) I I got got that line a few times.
5: Yeah, and and you know the usual like I hate you or 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 none of my friends have to do this, and I just say, look, I'm not I'm not your friend's dad, or if I Mm. am, I haven't been informed about it. And the fact is, you're the only one who needs to be... Well, I said,
0: but as I said to Dave, they're reasonably useless nowadays. I mean... I know I said today feeding them, right? But what I meant by feeding is, of course you have to feed your kids, right? But nowadays, when we were kids, right? Dinner was ready at five o'clock. If it was stew, it was stew. There was no going to your mall looking for the menu. Like, I don't want stew today. I want, you know, potatoes or I want, you know, chips and burgers or whatever it was. Nowadays, you've got four kids. They all want something different. There's this kind of self of entitlement that young people feel that the the world owes them something and you owe them something.
5: Part of that is down to the parenting as well, Niall like would your parents have given you a separate meal? I, no. th- I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of guilt that comes with parenting that you didn't realize you had. And I think oh, every yeah. generation had that. And so you try to provide for them, but a lot of people in trying to provide for their kids start to extend and try to be their friend or try to you know, rub them all over with with you know social Nutella. So they never feel an ounce of pain in their life and there's no sadness. And the world is just a constantly happy place and they buy them whatever they want. That's not that doesn't create resilience that doesn't create grit that doesn't create you know an attitude of a belief and hard work and achievement it, it doesn't it doesn't do a lot of the stuff that you actually need in real life and really what they're doing is they're dealing with their own shortcomings oh, from their all own right. childhood and I think that's a problem
0: i mean you you look and I, I started this conversation I don't know whether anyone is actually stupid enough to watch I'm a celebrity get me out of here, but we're talking about you know yeah. Nella Rose and she's been branded all weekend self entitled right. But this is not unusual for 26-year-old influencers or anywhere in and around that age, from 20 to 26 years of age, this level of self-entitlement that the world owes them something. Now, we've moved on from 15-year-olds now to 20-year-olds. You know, the, the ones with the purple hair in college who believe, you know, the climate's going to kill us all in two days' time and the world is going to end unless they get out there and stop people producing oil, we're all going to die. The, the Greta types. What I'm, what I'm saying is, do you believe there's too much that? Do, like, they have too much information. I didn't have that information when well, I was 20. I, I,
5: I think kids have been politicized through a far left-leaning education, um, you know, indoctrination process that has been underway since the 1960s. And then you mix that with the fact that kids are always somewhat gullible. Like, I was gullible. I was a member of the Socialist Workers Party when I was young, you know? Mm. And, and I thought I knew everything, and I was always quite sure about it. Uh, you know, now I still think I know everything, but I say that I'm often wrong, but seldom in doubt. I understand my own shortcomings a lot better, you know, but they're high-minded. They haven't been humbled by life. They haven't had the experiences that give you the force of circumstances to, to have to write yourself. So in a way, this is always the story of, of the younger generation. The, the tragedy though, is that the traditional values that rose society are not being instilled in kids and instead they're being instilled with the traditional values that uh, actually, destroy society.
0: Okay, well, do me a favour, stay there for a second. I'm Maureen, I will be rich in a second. I'm sorry for Delaney. Let me just go to Minnie Mooney, if I can, who's a freelance journalist and obviously covers a lot of stories like this uh, from many different newspapers. Minnie, hi, how are you?
6: Hi Nile. I'm not too bad. How are you?
0: Good. You've been listening to Carl that, you know, this, you know, the children nowadays are a product of the kind of leftist indoctrination since the 1960s, and there's a kind of level of self entitlement. Is there?
7: Mm hmm. Yeah, I think so.
6: So two things I think are really interesting. I think um, there was a really good point made there about parental responsibility, because if you have a spoiled child, and I've always thought this, and I was kind of raised thinking this, you know, if you have a spoiled child or a very entitled or very precocious child, you always have to look at the parents and wonder why they are like that. But the other thing is, um, you you mentioned the uh, the purple hair Greta types in college, um, and I, I went to college with because I did art in college, so
0: oh, that's got- the worst course for the purple-haired Greta types. So. Yeah, oh
6: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was filled with them. And um, you know, I think that particular group of people can be very entitled. I do think that there's a, a small minority of people, particularly in my generation, I'm 23, who are very quick to kind of say that the world owes them safe spaces and um, cancel culture and the world owes them not to have their feelings hurt and to have all of their pronouns respected and all of their wishes respected and all this sort of stuff. But social excuse me, social media tends to I think blow these things up a little bit as well. And so it with this kind of circles so that I move in to use that horrible phrase that I don't like. Um I, I don't I don't see that most people in my generation are very entitled or very spoiled. No, I think there's a small minority of those purple-haired people we've discussed who are very entitled. But,
0: but is social media okay. then the one that's indoctrinating them over the last 10 years? I mean, I mentioned earlier on that a mate of mine, his, his son is 23 years of age. And the other day, like in complete seriousness, he turned around to, to my mate and he says, uh, his father obviously, and said, you know, don't assume my gender. And... <laughs> He was just blown away by this. I'll assume anything I want. I raised you. I know what you are. You know what I mean? This, Even though he's not identifying as anything other than what he is, but it was this kind of idea that you should not assume his gender, even though he is a bloke. You shouldn't assume it. You know what I mean?
6: Absolutely. I think social media plays a huge part in that. And for me, the kind of two worst uh, the combination of the two worst is someone who has a TikTok account and someone who has a Twitter. If I hear that, I immediately start to worry because I know mm. there's been studies put into the kind of algorithms on TikTok and how they promote this. They promote a lot of this gender ideology stuff, and even on Instagram, like back in in kind of 2020 when the world was just going absolutely mad, I saw all sorts of stuff on Twitter that was like very, you know, very what I would have considered really controversial and quite hateful, very anti-men, very kind of anti-white people, Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of this really quote-unquote woke stuff. And I think, but I was horrified to see how many comments underneath it were like, yeah, this is so true. I'm going to share this right now. And I think, yeah, the combination of multiple social media accounts create a little echo chamber where you might start off perfectly reasonable, but then you get recommended other accounts, which are not as reasonable. And that's how you get indoctrinated and I do think it happens a little bit more with the far left stuff than it does with the far right, no matter what mm. everybody likes to say about that.
0: Yeah, sorry, I just want to say to Carl, point made a point there just to, you know, what to recognise, Carl. I actually noticed on social media, particularly on Twitter, that if I see a she, her or a he, him in somebody's bio, I just know I'm in for trouble. <laughs> I mean, is, is, the, is that part of this self-entitlement, Carl? Yeah,
5: so I mean, basically, whenever I see anyone... St- Dating their pronouns, I just know in advance: a, I'm never going to give them a job, and b, I probably won't ever really have anything in common with them. Because if that's your first shout out that you can give to the world about your achievements in life, then we probably have no common ground with which to form any semblance of a relationship. And mm. uh, Minnie's point about, by the way, about you know the rise of social media and what it did. I mean, I do remember looking at the time. I don't know if anyone else remembers this, I, and I changed phones, so I lost all my WhatsApp backup. But uh, I remember when the pandemic broke out, there were these videos coming out of China of hordes of dead people in the street. Yeah,
0: I remember and that. And they sure. were going
5: down, spraying streets, and people acting like zombies and mm. falling over dead. I was thinking, oh my goodness, this is you know zombie apocalypse type stuff. Yeah. Oh, and and worse, they were all propaganda videos. Mm. But nobody ever mentions that. It's just like it's conveniently forgotten. And, you know, things that keep on pushing an agenda of uh, kind of more and more fractured identities is exactly what the authoritarians and dictators of the world want to do to the West because we represent everything that is a big threat to them. The West represents the ability for self-determination, for freedom, for everything that they hate. And so places that don't have self-determination, places that don't believe in democracy, don't believe that you should have, you know, inalienable basic rights that, that, you know, mean you don't have to be told everything of what to do by the government.
4: Mm.
5: They want to see as much calamity in the West as they can. And so they actually help to push this misinformation wave and get us away from our traditional values of traditional liberalism, of your freedom of choice, of being able to make decisions for yourself, of rising, of failing, but doing it on your own merit. And so that's why like TikTok, which, you know, is is Chinese tech, a lot of the disinformation stuff that, you know, that Russia pushes. They're all going at it to be anti-Western. And there's people in the West who are foolish enough to then hate the West. And you see them taking sides with these other terrible, you know, authoritarian regimes. I mean, Irish government was praising the, the, the response of the Chinese in dealing with the pandemic. And I think Higgins might have even said, although there were some... Um, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was basically saying that although there was some kind of you know sacrifice of mm. basic rights in the process, like almost as if it's like a oh, by the way, but just this passing statement of what you had to give up in order to 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 get the result. Anyway, I I did see an article on The
0: Irish Examiner by Fergus Finley saying how proud he was and how proud we should be of how we handled the pandemic. I don't think we should be very proud of it. Uh, but sorry, coming back to you, so Minnie, just get back to young people as well. On our poll today on Twitter, which again is not scientific, but quite a number of people, or hundreds of people actually voted on it. I asked the question, which are worse to raise, boys or girls, as teenagers, obviously, all things considered, demands, tidiness, behaviour and respect of parents. And sadly for you, Minnie, and your gender, 42% said women or girls, 19% said boys, and 22% said both. So it looks like girls are more difficult to raise. So are girls more self-entitled than boys?
6: You know, it's really, it's actually really funny you should mention that. I was just watching um, a video on YouTube this morning about this girl discussing just sort of roles of men and women and sort of talking about this whole, I don't know if you've heard of this whole manosphere movement, it's basically Andrew Tate and all of his oh, kind of fans.
4: he's a clown.
8: And
6: she, so she's refuting a lot of, Yeah, so she's refuting a lot of his arguments, trying to, and she mentions to her dad in the video, do you think girls or boys are harder to raise? And he says, oh, absolutely, girls. Like, absolutely. And this, obviously, this is her dad now. So I think women might say, women might be more entitled, or more inclined to say uh, that boys are harder to raise, but I think for men, he, he describes in this video, had a really interesting take that was Um, girls are kind of more, they're more, a little bit more cunning and a little bit more sort of manipulative, but they do it in a way that's very cute and very charming. So you know that you're walking right into a trap, but you do it anyway.
0: (laughs) And do girls Um, manipulate their fathers more than they manipulate their mothers?
6: Oh, I think absolutely. Yeah. Because I think they know they can. And I've worked with little kids before and I could see that even at the age of four years old, I was like, okay, these kids, and naturally, it's a natural instinct they seem to have to treat the male teacher definitely, differently than they treated me as a sort of female, um, mm. wasn't a teacher, but, you know. And, um, yeah, and it was just so obvious even from a very young age. So I do, I think they, they know that they're really cute and they can be kind of their daddy's little princess if they just open their eyes really Are wide they spoiled? <laughs> <But, laughs>
0: Mini, just be, before you go, before I let you and Carl go, do you think they're spoiled? Do you think young people are spoiled compared to... Kids of my generation, maybe. I know you probably don't <laughs> recognize my gen, but think of your parents. I suppose. Uh, do Do you believe they're spoiled? They kind of get everything they want.
6: Uh, no, I, I don't think they do. I think, um, I think again, parental responsibility is a big thing. And I think you know, speaking about I'm a celebrity, celebrities, particularly influencers, they don't they don't represent people. They don't represent the majority of um, any generation. But something that keeps coming back into my head. In terms of the difference now between my generation and like older generations, is you know the expression "weak men create hard times, hard times create strong men, strong men create or Sorry, do you know do you know that one?
0: I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not even going to try and quote it, but go on.
6: <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean. And so I think when I think in a lot of ways nowadays, um, a lot of strong. Men have created good times, and then good times are starting to kind of come to an end now. And so, my generation has to deal with, like we've had COVID, inflation, housing crisis, uh, various wars throughout our lifetime, and yet I think, they, so but but they were born of better times and sort of good times. Yeah. Excuse me, good times, and so I think they are. Our generation is a little bit weaker, a little bit softer, but I don't think that means that we're spoiled. I think it just is the reality that we were born into, and you can't help the reality that you were born into. And if you're born into good times, you're not going to roll your sleeves up and say, right, I'm going to go out and create really difficult, really gritty circumstances for myself to which in which I can grow, because that's not necessarily what your instinct is to do if you're no, living a comfortable certainly, happy certainly life. certainly not. Now,
0: Okay, well, look. I, I unfortunately I have to move on, but listen, Minnie, thank you very much indeed. Minnie Mooney is an independent journalist, our freelance journalist, and also Carl Dieter, a columnist, and has an opinion on everything. Um, Carl, is there anything finally just you want to say very quickly, just before I let you go there, because I don't want to be rude to you? Uh,
5: just, I just. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you not introduce me in the future as a man with an opinion on everything? Although it is true, I have many other things in my in my stable. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we're talking about property
0: the next itself. time. That's that's your expertise. <laughs> but listen, as a parent, of course, you have an opinion. We all have an opinion on everything when we're a parent. Listen, Carl, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you coming on the air. Mini. Mean, thank you as well. Uh, let me go if I can. Oh, I can't move my mouse here for some reason. Uh, Maureen, hi. How are you? Oh, Maureen, are you there? Oh, I've lost her because she was waiting for so long. I do apologise. Lorraine, are you, uh, Maureen, are you there? Yeah, I am. Oh, sorry for leaving you waiting for so long, Maureen. I do apologise.
9: You're fine. I, I'm only minding Lucy and I'll I be here at lap six. I have all day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Maureen, do you think young people nowadays, when I say young people, I suppose I'm referring to 14 to 22 years of age, that kind of age group. Are they more self-entitled and spoiled than we would have been maybe in our generation?
9: Well, you see, I look at it from both ways. I, I try and look at it the funny side as well, because if you kept looking at it seriously, would your drive yourself gas. But um, it's not. It's the influence, it's society. So just go to the influencer first, right?
10: Mm. What
9: I call is a dumbass who is influencing dumbasses who are then in turn going to influence the next generation of dumbasses, and on and on the cycle goes. Yeah. But this is all very, very cleverly planned. This is what people... When we were saying this, people were telling us that we were not. This is straight from the World Economic Forum. It's also straight from the WHO. Go on their website, you will find all this. This is all very, very cleverly planned and designed to do this, especially to the younger people. And if they implement every plan that they want to implement, take a look at our own country, Nile. We now have an institute for strategic dialogue. Take those two awards strategic dialogue, <clears throat> strategic is strategy. They're trolling the internet. Picking out words, removing words. Which are the words that we we are going to throw at them now and really come down and say you can't use that? I mean, is there water? I mean, do they think about water what out here? Like, yeah. Dialogue, in or out of dialogue. Words. This is all, this is what it's about. In reality, behind the scenes, it's pure evil.
0: Well, we, it but is. we see kids even speaking to their parents now and saying, "I know, oh, give me my mm-hmm. space and don't assume yeah. my gender and all this kind of nonsense yeah, that's they're they're coming out."
9: they're being told. They're being told by their teachers. They're being told by the government. Our government, traitors, are telling them the very same thing. But Maureen, That's when, when you were 16,
0: when you were 16, I know when I was 16, I mentioned it around to Carl Dieter. I had no idea who the Taoiseach of the country was when I was 16 years of age.
9: No, I didn't either. I,
0: did, I don't even think I knew who the president was. And I had no idea no. what they all did. I had no idea who no. the minister for this, that or the other was. Because I was 16 and I was into rock music and mm. walking around, you know, with me embroidered jeans. Yeah.
9: No, we were the same, Niall, and I'll tell you something. Even at 16 and 17, if I disrespected, we'll say, well, I didn't have any uncles or aunts here because I'm an only child, you know that, but my granduncles were alive. But even if I distre- disrespected maybe another elderly person or neighbour, my father, got rest his soul, with, ripped me a new one. At 17, I wasn't allowed to call to the dance until I was 17, and I remember in 1976 I was 16, and I did, my, we called it the introset then, the right? Mm. And of course, everybody was allowed to go to the dance hall just once because of when the results came out.
0: I've just worked out your That's age. Right, right. I've just worked out your age now.
9: <laughs> I know, which I don't mind. I'm 63.
0: I was going but to listen. say, because I'm 60, you're about three years behind me. Yeah. yeah.
9: But do um, you think my father would let me go, would let me go with the cast at 16 to the dance? Mm. My mother begged me, do you know what he said? if I let her go, these are his words, I'll always remember him because he taught me. If I let her go now, he said, then I haven't kept my word and she knows it. Right? That was a good lesson, you see?
0: Well, do me a and- favour. Well, well, hang on. Do me a favour. Stay there for a second because I want to bring Lorraine in the conversation as well. Lorraine, right, Ma- Maureen kind of sums it up. If she wasn't allowed to go to the dance, she wasn't allowed. Nowadays, if you told a 16-year-old they're not allowed to go to the dance, they'd make your life hell.
10: I completely and utterly agree. Oh, mm. hundred 100% dig- this generation are so entitled. I have a 13-year-old stepdaughter and I have a 10-year-old son and the two of them think money's on a Revolut card. That's what the money is to them.
0: Yeah.
10: Like, you know <laughs> Can you do? get the me this and outside. why not?
0: Why can't you? Yeah,
10: because yeah. it's on the card. Yeah. Like, oh, I I, you know, I don't have money, but I have the card. Mm. And, like I wanted, I told my son one of these days I was going to snap the card and see what money was. See what money came out of it. It's they're so self-entitled. And as you put, rightly put it now, like people are saying, um, they're like, they told me to stop or you go to your parents, go mm. back, even my generation, we got killed. We yeah. got grounded. Stuff got taken off us. You do it now with child abuse.
4: Like, well, but I mentioned earlier on
0: to Carl case. and Carl believes it's always been the case that we said the same thing about our parents or our kids as, or you know, our parents said the same thing about us. But I don't think it's quite the same because you know, a, a common problem, say, for example, is untidy bedrooms, let's say, for example, right? And parents say, ah, yeah. oh, but they're all the same. And I walk in, and you heard Dave, I walk in, I actually feel yeah. like murder after I walk out of the room, right? I couldn't have done that in my house. If my no, room, I couldn't have either. My father would have boxed me from one end of the house to the other if my room was untidy, or I wouldn't have been allowed out, and that would have been the end of it until it was tidied. So you just didn't let that happen. No, it's,
10: just, it's the same. It's just, as I said, my 13-year-old stepdaughter... She just makes me laugh. She won't wear clothes out of pennies because they don't have a tag on them or they're not Nike or, you know, they weren't, say, 50, 60 or she'd be slagged when she goes outside. I was lucky when I knew what Nike was when I was her age. Yeah. Like, it, it drives me mad and it's down, and I and I said it to them, herself as well, like, it's down to us as well. Yeah. Like my, my, for Christmas, my son wants, now he's not getting it, but um, he wants a VR headset. Um, the brand new one is 625 euro. What do you expect out underneath a tree at Christmas? And that's down to me.
0: So, it what, are you, so it. what are you going to do?
10: Oh, he got, I've got him around him. I'm going to get my monitor. Oh, don't, 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 don't say what
0: he, don't tell him what you've got him because he, he, in case he, well, don't no, nobody's, he's probably not listening. But what I'm saying is, so will you, do you care that he'd be disappointed on Christmas morning?
10: To a certain extent, yeah, it kills me, but I'm not going out to spend 625 euro on it. I can't justify spending, when I have two other kids, I can't justify spending 625 quid on this VR headset and knowing my son, it'll be left sitting there.
0: Yeah. Like, he, he he'll play with it for two five, days and that'll be the end of it then, yeah.
10: yeah. Like, he got a PlayStation 5 two years ago and I, me and his dad broke our neck to find it and we only found it Christmas Eve. But we broke our neck to spend 500 quid and I was like, no, that was enough. Mm. But they this, it's down, had said, to this generation and part of them is down to the parents. We get in. I'm guilty of it But, here, but,
0: but here's the thing: once we knew the whole Santa Claus thing, right? You know, as kids, yes. you were conscious that your parents wouldn't have the money, right?
11: Yeah.
0: So you weren't greedy. But nowadays, I suppose kids are kind of different, aren't they? It, it, it's kind of like it's just expect things are expected. I mean, but you said you said you don't it. mind disappointing them, and that that's fine. That's you, you're. But there's a lot of parents that say, "Oh, I couldn't disappoint them."
10: My 13-year-old stepdaughter's list for Christmas is a joke. It's a new iPhone. It's all the latest makeup, all the latest skincare, all the latest. And as I said, when you say to her, do you know how much all this costs?
0: So what, so she, she wants an iPhone, the latest makeup.
10: It's the, late, the, the latest iPhone, the latest makeup, the latest kind of clothes. And it, and it has to be like the Nike, white fur. I didn't even know what white fur was until she told me what that was. What's white fur? It's a clothing brand. It's okay. like tracksuits and jumpers and they're really expensive. Or white fox, white, or, fox,
0: white fox, white fox. Okay, is she gonna yeah. get? Is she gonna get them?
10: She will get some of this.
0: Would you get but the iPhone? The
10: time we have no. Sorry, I don't. I don't agree with phones. I think your kids these days are too and My ten-year-old hasn't got one, and he won't be getting one.
4: Mm-hmm. He's
10: about. 13 or 14, I don't agree with kids this young having them. No. That's just me, personally. I don't agree. You've got TikTok, Well, I don't Facebook, mind if they get a
0: Nokia phone that they can make phone calls and yeah. send Whatsapps or something yeah. on that's fine.
10: Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I don't agree with the whole life of TikTok and Facebook and Instagram for kids that young.
0: Bet you, uh, Maureen, as a grand, you're, are you a grandparent now, Maureen?
9: Yes, I am, yeah. I'm, I'm minding my three, I mind them during three days a week.
0: Okay, do they ask yeah. for stuff like that for Christmas off Santa Claus? No. No.
9: They might ask. Well, they won't really be, they don't ask for iPhones or anything like that. But um, um, well, my eight year old grandson now, he's into these Pokemon cards.
4: Oh, Pokemon cards. And guys. you can bring him
9: a box of and box the Pokemon cards, like a big box. Yeah. He'd be perfectly happy. Yeah. And even my 11 year old granddaughter, it doesn't ask for that much. And the thing about it is, and I you see, I had brought them up as well from when they were small to understand that Nana doesn't have money, right? Because they might ask me in the shop for something. And those children learn very quickly.
0: But Lorraine is right. They don't understand the value of money because they don't use it, and they don't see their parents using it either. They, no, they, they see they, they see Lorraine with a card in her hand, and everything is or, and daughter everything daughter is ordered daughter, online. Yeah. You know what I mean? So
9: yeah, but you see they're they're, they're growing up in this this world where they're being told <clears throat> that you can be what you want, you can be anything you want, you can express yourself. I mean, this is the latest one. Like, go find yourself, or where did you leave yourself in the first place? Is my answer to that? <laughs> right? that I agree with. But this. This is what we're being taught. But another thing now, before, I, I, before I'll probably be going later Then you see, for me, you see this hate speech bill, right? Yeah. This is what we're all about. Oh, you can't be offending this one and that one. I'll tell you something now, and anyone who's listening, this has nothing to do with offending people. This is putting the jackpot in so that you're under control. People have been dumbed down for years, and governments did it very slowly before even any internet came out. Because I remember even noticing things changing. But nobody was paying attention. And here we are.
0: Absolutely. Well, absolutely. But stay there, Lorraine and Maureen. I'm going to come to Anthony and Steve now. Just got to play this quick seven-second break. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. And all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up.
12: But not anymore.
0: Because now he has his own live podcast. The Niall Boylan Podcast. Let me go to Anthony and I'll come to Steve in a second. Anthony, hi, how are you? Hi, man. How are things? Good. Lorraine and and Maureen stay with me but Anthony, what do you want to say? Mm. Maureen, I think, is fantastic and she's talking complete sense and... And what about Lorraine? Is she not talking sense?
12: Well, she is as well, but I think Maureen—I—I like her
0: better. Oh, <laughs> <That's it>. <laughs> <laughs> A bit of favoritism going on here, isn't it? Okay, but but actually, but do, do, anyway, you, do you think students are? Well, you live near uh, next to the UCC University Court College, yes, uh, and you see students carrying on all the time. Yeah,
12: yeah, and they're getting stupider and stupider. I saw last week the bins are here are collected on Monday. They put out the bin, and they walk the bin is emptied and collected and they'd walk past the bin for over a week before they'd bring them back in. They wouldn't even enter their head. Because uh, that's somebody else's I job. Don't know, it was, I don't know, was it last month or a couple of months ago, there was something on the newspaper that they don't even want to talk on the phone anymore. They can't even communicate. But, uh, before you ring them, you have to send them a text message. <laughs> Can I ring you? <laughs> I mean, what kind of ridiculousness is that like? This... This yeah. is insanity. It's it's not right. It's not it's wrong. And, mm. and, and then mental health issues, mental health issues, mental health issues. I mean, where is it going to stop? We're not actually looking after. I don't have any children. My wife is dead, as you know. Mm. But I, I don't have any children. But I have grandnephews and grandnieces. And I have a niece and nephews. And I see them as well as like, they will just they'll send you these one of these voices as they call it now. Mm. Rather than talk on the phone. Like, can you not talk
0: on the phone? Can you not communicate with someone else? So do you do you think they're all kind of spoiled and self entitled? Yes,
12: yes, mm-hmm. definitely, yes.
0: Okay, stay there for a second. Why don't we just bring Steve into this conversation? Rain and Maureen stay with me as well. Steve, hi.
11: Good good afternoon, Lyle. How are you?
0: You're gonna say good morning, right but go on anyway.
11: I was, but then I stopped myself. Did you ask Maureen, was she a, a grandmother? I did, yeah. And a, no offence, I love Maureen, but she sounds old enough to be a great, 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 oh, great grandmother.
10: Ah, leave her alone, that's mean.
11: That's really mean. Don't, don't be Naiman, I, I'm only Maureen, you don't have kids, to respond to that if you don't kids. want to. Yeah. Look, um, I'm on the same bandwagon as everybody else. It is the parents' fault And if you look at these days, kids can't even handle a bit of criticism. They run off to their rooms crying and they have a strop. They want their dinner menu handed to them. And I I don't know who the presenter was. He was on TV. And he says he calls them the fuck you mom brigade. Because this generation of kids are literally telling their parents to fuck off. Now, I know in my day that if I had told my mother or father to fuck off, I'd have been part of the wall. And it's as simple as that. And I am of the opinion that we still should be allowed to chastise our children to the point of giving them a belt.
0: Oh no! They're no. not an actual physical well, no, I, belt I, I, don't, right. I don't know about going back down that road. You know, Why not? boxing your kid when they do something wrong. No, it,
4: the
10: what, rule no, in our
4: house
10: not? is the rule in my house is if my son even atten- curses or does anything I don't hit him. I take what he loves away. Like his PlayStation, his telly. It'll go for a week. And my then they will have a strop
11: and roll oh, around. Oh, he can the have a strop all he wants. The... He can roll around. Yeah. He can then roll he, around no, ask, all he wants. And answer me this much, Lorraine. If you gave him a belt across the mouth, would he be having a strop then? No, he'd be looking at you no, in shots. What in, the I'd hell just handker. happened?
10: Yeah, but he'd be watching mommy
11: go out in handcuffs. He'd be watching mommy go out the door in handcuffs. I wouldn't give a shy. My son, is only two years of age. I know in my heart and soul that if he was to use them words mirror, if he was to carry on the way that these kids are carrying on these days, he'd be wearing the smile on the other side of his face. And I really don't care what anybody thinks of me. I don't care what any judge says or what the law says. Kids need to be chastised. And that is what's there's missing from law. There's other ways now. of
10: doing it. There is other ways of chastising our children. It's step
11: does, does not work. No, I
10: it didn't say the naughty work. step. And I didn't say the naughty step. What I said was Are there's the other super ways of chastising. Nanny stuff. No, I take the stuff that he... And he can have the major strop all he wants. He can strop for a
11: week. But he, he should... No, but scream. Lorraine, you're missing the point. Lorraine, you're missing the point. He shouldn't have a strop. He shouldn't be allowed or entitled to have a strop. You should just literally put the smile on the other side of his face. And I guarantee you, he won't be stropping. He'd be looking at you as if to say, what the hell just happened?
0: He's, you know, I, I'm not agreeing with Steve about hitting children, right? But Lorraine, he does have a point in the way we were I raised. I do get his point. Yeah. Oh,
10: I do get his point 100%. That we, 100%. Well,
0: I, if my mother gave out to me, right, that if you even dared to have a strop, you'd get another box, <laughs> right? <You laughs> got
10: the look. As, as soon as you got the look off your mother, you yeah. knew. Yeah. You knew. Does this generation, know are different than me and you?
0: I mean, like look, look at soul. young people now. If you say the wrong thing to them or what they believe is the wrong thing to them, you, you're off almost walking on eggshells. But if you say yes. the wrong, they won't speak to you. They actually they they actually start to ignore you or they'll walk out of a room or whatever. And, and it's so rude. If I had have done that to my mother or father, if my mother had have said something to me and I had have stormed off and walked out of the room... She'd have been out straight after me, and I'd have got to kick oh, up the hole. Are oh, you
9: got Are yeah. oh, you got,
13: yeah.
0: Sorry Maureen, yeah, you go on. I,
9: yeah, I, like I said, I my, my grandchildren, right? So I'll be here for half six for the rest of the crew from school later on. But I have got my three-year-old here, and I'm emptying the washing machine. She's coming along, went emptying the, uh, the washing machine with me, mm-hmm. putting them into the dryer. Good for her. Doing all these little things, you see.
0: You wouldn't get a kid doing that nowadays.
9: No, no,
0: no, no. Imagine asking the average 14-year-old nowadays to pick up a hoover or a sweeping brush. Lorraine, do your, does your 13-year-old stepdaughter, does she do anything in the house?
10: She does, because the rule in our house is they have their Revolut card, and to, in order to get money on their cards, they have to make their beds, bring their clothes downstairs. So in fairness, my kids... So
0: you have to, have to pay them to do it, is that what you're saying?
10: Well, more or less have to pay <laughs> but it's, We call it pocket money, but they will do it. They, but my well, okay, thirteen-year-old daughter... I mean, there's
11: something wrong with these <laughs> Niall,
0: Niall, yeah, days I suppose it is no, hold on, Steve, to be fair, to the right in our day, like my dad gave us whatever you know one pound fifty pocket money at the end of every week, right on a Friday, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that converts to nowadays, maybe a fiver nowadays, right, So we got one pound fifty or fifty pence every now and again, depending how how flush he was, right, or right. he'd bring home a couple of bars of chocolate on a Friday. that was our treat, right. It is a different mm-hmm. world. There isn't really cash nowadays. People don't tend to carry cash. So putting it onto their Revolut is not a bad idea. Hey, that's
11: fine. Yeah, no, because no, we're no, getting
0: them fine. used to using cards no, because no, we didn't I'm have not cards. With yeah.
11: That. Yeah. But, make, but what I will say to you is all this, you know, the super nanny get down to their height and talk to them. And, you know, this is all bullshit. Because in our day, my day and your day is different. Um, but. It, back in the day, kids listened to their parents for one reason. They had no fucking choice. They had to listen. Kids didn't have opinions back then. And see this Nella Rose one. Now, I am one of these idiots, all that you
14: described earlier
11: on, that does watch I Am A Celebrity. Oh, you don't, and do you? <laughs> <Sure. laughs> I, I do. I, do. I, I like, every now and again, <laughs> I watch a bit of brain-dead TV. It's <laughs> nice to watch it. But... What I noticed in her trends was she, she gave up on two tasks. So she basically said, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. So she didn't have to feed the other campmates. And then she had a conversation with one of her fellow campmates and what was it she said to her? She said, um, should I always give up She said, on everything, I walk away when things get too hard. And I'm going, this is the self-entitled, spoiled attitude of most kids these days. Something gets too hard, they walk away. We're making weak children, and the weak children are turning into weak adults. Again, I say it, bring back a level of healthy fear. Like, when the cops, I remember getting into so much trouble when I was a kid, if you saw a cop, you didn't run in fear of being caught. You ran in fear of having your head battered in by the cops. We had fear of being hit of violence. And
0: well I, I don't I don't agree with the violent nature of, you know, parents back in the 60s. And by the way, not all parents were violent. My my parents gave me a slap every now and again, but I don't consider it to be violence. Some would. No, it's not. No, I mean they they wouldn't leave you black and blue or anything like that. But so you get what, but you get a clatter. What's the problem
11: with physically chastising your child? And I'm not. And well, firstly, it's, illegal the the no, firstly, it's illegal. No. Is the problem?
0: Firstly, it's illegal. Is the problem? Yeah. Well, okay. Ignore and the, the way kids percent. are
10: nowadays, they're going to go straight into school. They're going to go straight and I, tell their friends. They're going to go straight, and then you end up the worst
4: in the world. Mm-hmm. Your kids get taken. I know. So I know. Like, oh,
0: sure. I know somebody it happened to. I know somebody recently that it happened to. He hit his son, who's 14 years of age. He went into school, exactly that. He happened to mention it to a teacher that his father had hit him, and that's why he was in bad yeah. humour. The cops were at his door. He was brought to a police Victor. station. He was to, had to give okay. a statement. The child was brought down to a counsellor and had to give a statement. He went on for months. Months. Yeah. What's
10: worse for a um, child, Steve? What's worse for a child? That you get, these, get, you, seeing you getting taken off in handcuffs, you're gone for months. Not
11: gone, but it goes on for months. Lorraine, I will run the risk what? because I tell for you, what? I want you my your child to be because I of no hold on, no yes, yeah, absolutely. I want my child afraid of me. I want my child to not, have a healthy you level not of fear. Have
10: respect off your child. Would you not no, have no, respect? No, no, Yeah, not?
0: but Lorraine, I did, I did have respect. My father hit me, right, but I did have respect for him as well as I had a healthy fear of him too. There was a bit of both. I don't look back at him as some sort of monster. You know what I mean? No, I
10: didn't know i got to slap off my dad as well. And like that, I love him to death. Yeah. But this generation, unfortunately, has Nile said and pointed out his friend, like they they have access to mobile phones. They have videos. As soon as you do something wrong or you do something on that child or you slap that child,
0: you're <laughs> the worst in the world. Well, well, ha- well, hang on both of you. Just let me just go to Lisa as well. Don't, Lisa, no, hi. Don't. Well, hang on, hang on. Lisa, hi. How are you? <laughs>
13: I'm well, now Can you hear me?
0: I can, yeah. Lisa, uh, just because I have a lot of people to get through here. But do you think young people are spoilt and self-entitled?
13: I think if people are... If their parents are sitting watching crap like Celebrity Jungle, then they probably could be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they probably are. Horrified. I haven't watched TV in 20 years and I don't miss it, but I can't believe what people talk about is on TV. So I think any parent who's sitting watching that crap on TV... Um, then I don't know what... It's self-entitled would be the least damage that there is to their children, and it's
4: because of their parenting.
0: Mm. And when you look at young people, say 14 to 22-year-olds, you know, a lot of people say, you know, they won't tidy their rooms, they know too much, they get involved in too many debates and opinions on politics when really they don't know an awful lot about it. But, you know, whereas we didn't do those things.
13: Um, They're being groomed, Neil. They're not talking. They don't have information. They have information and no knowledge. They're being groomed and manipulated, and I noticed a big difference since I moved down the country with children who kind of are more connected to, like, have to do chores on farms and things like that, but children don't know what they need, and you cannot blame a child on their behaviour. Um, in any circumstances, you have to look at the parents, and if the parents are sitting watching the Black Mass of Ireland, which is the Late Late Show, and the, <laughs> um, things like celebrities Second, whatever, I've noticed it's the parents that are the problem. I, I just can't believe that the conversation isn't about why people are watching that crap on the TV in the first place, and what they should be doing, like reading the hate bill speech that's coming in, or, you know, reading stuff instead of being spoon-fed crap, but I think a lot of the children at the moment are lost because their parents have substituted um, IT and media for parenting, and
4: Mm -hmm.
0: look
13: who's parenting them, look who's developing the content, so what would one expect?
0: Yeah. And okay. Also, uh, so, in other words, the iPhone and the iPad has become the new parent, and the parent is doing is is being lazy, is what you're saying.
13: Well, not only that, the parent is probably not able to parent even better than the iPad because they're watching Celebrity Jungle.
0: <laughs> right. They're, so they're <laughs> they're consuming the nonsense as well. Yeah.
13: Yeah. I mean, it's past calling the kettle black, and it's monkey do as monkey does, and that's mm. what's going on. Um, Do you think
0: children are weak nowadays? I mean, Steve describes young people or teenagers, again, we're talking kind of 15 to 22, as being weak minded, uh, incapable, you know, whereas we were a little bit more independent, maybe.
13: Well, you have the weakest men in the the world developing the social psyche at the moment, so they don't hardly want Uh strong men. But yeah, I mean, when we were young, I think even a group of 15 hanging around, one always had a broken arm or a broken nose. I don't remember it being a big thing, but we weren't afraid of tough and tumble. But you've got weak men, as you know, we see them up in the door, we see them up higher on the pyramid, and they need men to be weak because they're terrified little people with lots of force and no power. They're impotent, as in they have no power. So yes, they're grooming a generation and the parents need to turn off their television and start parenting. Their children, but then the parents are also lost as well because their mind is is fried with crap. Um, you know, on on, mm. on TV. And
0: Lorraine, by the way, Lorraine, do you watch this? I'm a celebrity nonsense. No. It's, it, never I, co- I haven't watched one single episode I've seen a few clips of it all right that self-entitled clown uh, Nella Rose but I haven't watched it because I, I couldn't I bring myself Steve watch. watches it but I couldn't bring myself to watch that crap
14: yes I do
11: watch it now. I, yeah. and can I just no, point I've, out something to I've Lorraine that I wanted it. to say it was really important it was really important Lorraine You were just banging on there about how the kids would report you to the guards, they would go to their teachers, they record you on their phone, the blah 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 blah. So in other words what you're saying is that, let me, let me finish. So in other words what you're saying is, the parents are living in fear of the kids instead of the other way around. What a topsy turvy world. I'm not
10: in fear of my kid. My, My point was, if I was to slap my child, he would have, go to the school or he'd go anywhere. I'm not afraid of my children. Well, but let's sons, say it so. wasn't
11: illegal. Let's say, it, if it wasn't illegal, would you do it? If, if it was fine to cha- physically chastise your children,
0: would you do it?
10: Would I physically give my child a slap if it wasn't illegal? No, because yeah. I haven't done it in my parenting in 10 years.
0: It wasn't yeah, well, illegal. in fairness, Steve, it wasn't illegal when I was raising my kids, but I never did it. I did raise my voice to them.
11: No, <laughs> no. Yeah, I there did. Had I so really many and happen. they
0: turned out fine.
11: Okay, and there are some kids as well you know, Noel, who deserve it because there's nothing else they're gonna to listen to. All of this naughty step nonsense okay. does not work.
0: Okay, well let me just let me ask Lisa quickly about that because I know she's at the side of the road because I can hear an indicator on. Lisa, just in relation to, you know, the idea that we used to discipline children with a you know, a slap across the leg. I'm not talking about beating them up by the way. But you know, a bit of chastisement. Is Steve right that we've lost the ability to discipline children?
2: Absolutely.
13: No, I mean, I don't think disciplining children is teaching them the difference between their needs and their wants. So they're not sold crap, you know, and they're not uh, uh, to, to commercialism. But I don't think you need, I brought my children up, I never needed to slap them and it would never have done any good. I think I got them to respect. And my daughter's always said to me, you know, it's worse. I, I'd hate to disappoint you more than upset you. But we just developed like I had a very... Um, safe space for the kids to talk to every day we talked about the difference between needs and wants and um, they, they made good choices and by the way they never ever ever watched TV. Is that
0: a, is that a dog in the background? I
13: have a dog in the back, I've been shopping in here and I've,
0: I've, I've um, Who is who's he growling at?
13: The little the little dog outside that was um, at his ankles. He, <laughs> he was put on eight I don't think that he's
0: brought up. He's never been beaten either and he wouldn't be on feet. I can hear him. I tell you what, I wouldn't like to meet him in the dark anyway. Thank you for that, Lisa. I let you go there because I know you're up to your eyes. Let me go to Lorenzo as well. Lorenzo, hi, how are you? Hi, Diana, how are you? Good, you've been listening to Lorraine there, you know, and her children have a list of demands for Christmas. They're not getting it, by the way, but they have a list of demands. Do you think children nowadays are spoiled and self-entitled? I think they are
2: in, in the way that the society, or the expectation, or the social media is what they're telling to. So mm. that that even that the thing that you were t- that they were talking about the new phone or new things yeah. is because otherwise you're seen as a outcast. As okay,
0: so it's kind of fear of missing out. At yeah, the
2: same level. So if you don't have the the late the late model iPhone or Samsung or whatever, you're not into what society expects you to be, and then other teenagers or other people from from that same age are kind of pointing out, and you're left over, you're left out of social things, and then you're not seen as same as the others. And so for a teenager, obviously that is the key, that is, all, all the world is, uh, influ- uh, what a new influencer is saying is what a new Instagrammer is saying is what the new YouTuber is saying is not what is behind it. Um, so they say they see what is basically shining out, but not what does it mean to get to that point.
0: And why? So, why didn't we do that when we were kids? We didn't have like, like no the when, when, yeah, uh, well, well, yeah. Well, apart anything else, you know,
2: you were yeah. But my kids, my
0: mother buying. bought clothes in Dun Stores, and it, so there were some kids who got more expensive clothes than me. But it, but it didn't matter. Nobody really cared.
2: Yeah, but I think it, it, it was even because it was a different, just a different generation. That they, 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 I mean, even my mother, she grew up uh, in a different time. Definitely, um, there were different even fears. Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, like, even my mother is the generation of the Cold War. Okay. Obviously.
4: Yeah. So
2: the fear was a big difference from what is fear nowadays. And even the knowledge was totally different. Uh,
0: But Lorenzo, when you were 16 years of age, did you, living in Italy, I assume, at 16 years of age. Did you know who the Prime Minister of Italy was at the time? No. No. Did you, know, did you know who the Minister for Agriculture, or the Minister for Defence, or the Minister for Sport? No, you didn't. And neither did I. Needed a no, I but look at young people nowadays. Young people nowadays feel they need to know all these. I hear young people at 15 giving out about Stephen Donnelly, or giving out about, you know, I don't know, Simon Harris, or, or, or you know, Leo Varadkar is their best mate, and all this, and because of yeah, social media. It, it, yes,
2: that the problem is that the access to information... Is a great thing because you can access information. Is it really? Is it really, a, is is it a, a,
0: really cost- a great thing? To be honest with you, is it really a great yes, thing? I don't know whether you, it is or not.
2: I think I think it is, but the problem is that it doesn't mean that it is accurate the information that you are getting, or that the fact that you are getting an information without um, working for it mm-hmm. is different. I mean, again, when I was young, if I wanted to get an information, I had to go to the to the to the library. Yeah, I had to go in, look for the book I wanted, read the book, write it down the notes, and so on. Now it's just click, okay, I have it, finish. There is no engagement. <laughs> there is no brain engagement. There are no questions. It's just because it's written there, because I can see on the post written by someone else has to be true. It yeah. doesn't mean that it, it's not that. You know, if you have to do, and as, as well probably when you were a kid or your kids, because probably in Ireland was the same. If you have, a, if you get a kid and say, make a research about Ireland, before was like again looking for books. Yeah,
0: down, the stuff, down to the library, down to the local stuff. library. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, it's 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 like okay, Instant. Ireland Wikipedia, snap print, off you go. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I get that. And Lorraine, by the way, Lorraine, are your kids into technology? Are your kids on TikTok, Snapchat, <laughs> all the usuals?
10: No. My 13-year-old stepdaughter is, but my 10-year-old is not allowed near any of that stuff. He's not allowed near Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, none of that. Mm. He's not allowed near it. Yeah. I think, even at the age of 13, my stepdaughter, I think she's too young to process half of that stuff. Yeah. To me, I think it should be 16, 17, and then you're allowed on it. I think they're way too young. The information that's being said, half it's false, half it's real. When you know what's real, what's false, then it's just... I don't know. My my 10-year-old isn't. He's not allowed near it. He has got a PlayStation 5, all right. Mm. But we've re- re- restricted the access to it. He's not allowed to have games that are over 12. He's not allowed to have certain stuff like he's used to. Well, look, for-
0: you're being a good parent because most people are not being good parents. Because I know most people, particularly, say, young boys or girls, um, you know, if, they're, if the kid wants Call of Duty for Christmas, it doesn't matter what age they are. You know what I mean? You or know, they like want it, Grand Theft Auto or whatever so like it is.
10: College, or Grand Theft Auto, that game drives me bananas. That has been a bowl of contention in my house that game. I'm um, it oh my friends are on it and I was like I don't care I'm not their parents I'm your parents uh,
0: but, hey, but you're 100% right why would you want your 12 year old sorry why would you why would you want your 12 year old to you know have a game that involves prostitution and you know and, and strippers
10: and rape and strippers and mm. drugs and cursing and, and then you get asked the questions I what's going on in this what's that no it's 18 for a reason you're 10 sorry pal when you're 18 do what you want
0: yeah Okay, but stay there for a second. Because I want, hang on, I want to go to Gladys as well. Gladys, hi, how are you?
7: Not too bad, how are you?
0: Good, Gladys, you've been um, listening to people today. I mean, the question simply was, are kids nowadays spoiled and self entitled?
7: I'm slightly conflicted because I see kids from both sides, um, really good kids, you know, that get a really hard time and life can be very difficult for them out there, any teenager going through difficult times.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And do you think nowadays they have just too much information?
7: I'm not sure if they even have the right information. Mm-hmm. But what I would think is that, you know, I just wonder where all the money comes from. You know, do they... I, I just I know it's different times and different attitudes and you name it. Mm-hmm. But my children growing up had to work during their summer breaks in school or you name it, when they were teenagers, they all had jobs. But yeah. If they wanted something particular... They worked for it. I might help them out and add a bit onto to it, you know. And also, I know this might sound a bit controversial, but with the trouble with teenagers now or, or the direction that they're going and spoilt, and, you know, you name it, I, I feel that they're just left in the abyss floating around and nobody with, with without direction. I don't know if, that's, if people agree with me or not. Mm-hmm. But, you know, without real... Parental, yeah. I mean, we're we're the parents. You know what you say goes. Do you know what I mean? And and not to destroy their lives, but you know, strict, not a strict father, but strong father figures. A lot of these young fellows don't have
0: so they you know? so they don't have good role models. Essentially, is what you're saying. Don't and don't I don't. Chance, by the no. way, I don't disagree with you. Loads of people have said that today that we're not parents anymore. We're the parents nowadays, as no. somebody mentioned earlier, are the iPhones and the iPads. They're the parents.
7: Yeah. Which is wrong. Well, I mean, I, mm. I just know, look at her, it's difficult, and it was difficult when my kids were teenagers, but no meant no. Yeah. And parents are now, in my mind anyway, afraid to say no. Afraid, you know they want
14: to be their. Parents. Well, Lorraine, well, Lorraine they're is not. Parents. I mean, I've
0: been listening to Lorraine, and she seems reasonably sensible, unless she's telling me load of lies. She's she easy <laughs> reasonably sensible. Her kids want certain things for Christmas, and she told me she's not afraid to disappoint them. You can't have that; it's just too yeah. expensive. You know, they think they're going to yeah. get them, but they're not going to be there under the train Christmas morning. No, yeah, it's like
10: six hundred seventy-five euro. No, yeah, yeah, yeah Sorry, absolutely, I, I would ten. totally agree but, with but that. But most parents are not well, like you, Lorraine.
0: Most parents would be terrified well, to disappoint that's their not child.
10: What the Problem is. That's what the problem is. My seven-year-old daughter, mm. all she wants for Christmas is a couple of dolls and an easel, cause she loves drawing. And but that's all that's on her list. Oh, and an LOL thing she saw on the late Late show on Friday. Yeah. But other than that, her toys I think are coming to about two hundred and twenty-five, two hundred and thirty euro.
0: Reasonable amount. That's yeah. That's all
10: she wants, and, and that's that's what I said. and that's why I explained to, that's what trying to explain to my son. You're six hundred and twenty-five euro, pal. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't have it. But but, but but
0: that's bad yeah. enough. But your daughter then looking for the iPhone and the makeup and the oh, clothes. Yeah, the and, and, and You're looking that, at 1,300 quid there. 1,500 quid oh, maybe. No, she,
10: she, was, she was told she could pick two or three things off her list and that'll do her. But mm-hmm. no, I don't see this whole... Yes, I understand Christmas is one day of the year and you get to spoil your kids. So nobody come at me. If you spend a thousand euro on your kids, fair play to you. That's up to you. I won't be. Mm-hmm.
7: But it seems to me kids are spoiled all year round. It isn't it oh, isn't yeah. the special day that it was. You know, sort of thing. You go to Smith's any day of the week and it's packed. So it can't be Christmas every day. You know, yeah, because so, I remember oh, yeah. as a kid you look so, forward
0: to getting a new toy on your birthday yeah. and Christmas, right? They yeah. were the two days. Nowadays yeah. kids are asking for it's stuff all the time.
10: Yeah. Oh yeah, games I'm for the playstation it. that you can yeah. yeah. I know I know I am guilty mm-hmm. of it sometimes, and I am guilty of it myself. If my son has given me a good week in school, or he's been brilliant, I will go out. And if he asks me for a game for the PlayStation, I will. I will hold my hands up. Mm. I have done it. I have got my game. Mm. I've gotten. I've got my daughter. Wanted new football boots. I have gone out and I have got them. But they don't get everything they ask
7: for. It's, it's a yeah. stupid request or stupid demands. stars
0: on a board. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, by the way, some of the Facebook messages coming in as well. Somebody says, uh, I don't know, D.W.O. Higney, I don't know his name. He says, you have a responsibility to report his details to Tussler at this stage. You're talking about Steve that was on earlier on. Uh, Why would I be reporting him to Tussler? He hasn't actually done anything wrong. He said, if, if his 16-year-old child was giving him cheek, he'd wipe the smile off the other side of his face. That's what he was saying. He was arguing in defense of chastising a child physically people are allowed to have debate dw whoever the hell you are um and we don't have to have a responsibility to report somebody who hasn't admitted a crime I and mean, he hasn't admitted a crime on the air uh stay there let me just go to brida as well Breeda, hi how are you oh sorry i just turn you on there brida sorry some people are just so offended and so upset about everything they hear yeah brida go ahead well no
8: i i think it's all how you bring up your child now hmm. my lady went out and worked hard time from the time it was legal at 16 years of age and she had to save up for what she wanted. Like that other lady I over the years Mm. of treating her to something and saying yeah you know okay you can have that but I've no problem saying no either and I never had any problem and I think she's turned into a fine young lady and she realizes now that everything is not just handed to you on a plate. You have to work to get what you want. And you have to work to get to where you want to get in
0: life. But even the way we speak to him, for example, you said your young lady went out and she was working at 14. On that same program, I'm a celebrity, seemingly one of the camp mates turned around and said, God, I was working like a slave the other day or whatever it was, right? And this girl, obviously, because she's black, uh, Nala oh. Rose, took offence to that. And she said, hey, oh, hey, 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 you know, you can't use well, that word.
15: Door,
0: black. Uh, no, because she used the word slave. Because somebody hey, said I was, mom. I was. I mean, how many times you hear an Irish mother say, I was slaving over the oven all day? That doesn't mean she's offending every black person in the world just because you're saying oh, but it's this whole idea of being sorry Brie to get back to me to being self-entitled this idea that you can't offend me you can't say that might, words that might hurt me or something like that I don't know
8: Yeah We've gone, gone, gone ridiculous with PC and everything else like I mean that man saying I'd like to smile off his face that's an old expression that's been around since I was a kid mm. you know don't come running to me if you break your leg <laughs> They're just crazy. Oh yeah if you broke your leg Yeah Yeah they're just expressions, you know. I mean I said it to my lady. I said it to here. I said you look I said I, I smile off your face.
0: But do you remember see, do you remember your mother had and, and you'd start crying and she said, Shut up or i give you a reason to cry? Reason to cry. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, that was a brilliant <laughs> Yeah,
0: I give you something um, to cry about, yeah, that's right. Yeah,
8: exactly. <laughs> it, it, I firmly believe it's you have to teach children they have to appreciate what they get in life. But are we
0: teaching them that? I don't believe we are teaching them that. I don't think Lorraine is right. They've no value on money anymore. And look, that's not just directly their fault because we all use cards nowadays. So they physically don't see it leaving their pockets. But you, you watch a child when they have money, right? Let's say at Christmas, grannies or aunties give them a few quid or confirmations or communions or whatever it happens to be. right? Well, maybe they're a bit young, but the 14 or 15 year olds when they have money. So their money is their money, but your money is also their money. Do you understand oh, yeah. what I'm saying? In other words, if they yeah. get money, they're not going to spend it on you. They'll spend it on themselves.
10: Oh, I oh So the best one it. is like when they Again. get their confirmation money or something and go out to spend that and they're looking at you going, but you're not paying for it? And yeah. Don't, uh, no, sorry, did you not make a confirmation a week ago and you have money? Yeah, they don't want no, to spend no, no, their no. own no. money.
0: They don't want to oh, spend oh, their I own money. I forgot my money. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
8: Well, then if you forgot it, you don't get anything, we'll come back up. day. Exactly. Exactly.
0: I, I remember when, you know, Christmas time came and you went up to your granny's house and, you know, they were all slipping the money into your hand and your dad be saying, don't take any money off your granny's. And you'd be pretending to go, no, no, it's okay. Honestly, it, it, really wanting it, of course. Give it but, life. Yeah, but when you get home, like if you had, say, £15, right, which would be a big deal, right? I've got to remember, I'm 60. Your dad would say to you, give some of that to your mother. Yeah, give half
8: yeah. of that to your mum or yeah. give me some
0: of it. Her- yeah, and you'd have to give half of it to your mother. You know I what I mean? I
8: started working part-time when I was 13 with my daddy. I, I drove him mad and he went, come on, come down, so and you can do a few bits and whatever. M- putting stuff on shelves and whatever. And whatever he gave me, it, 90% of that was handed up to my mother. And when my lady started working, I said, you know, you have to now ha- contribute towards the household. And in fairness, it didn't go down very well in the beginning. So I had to sit down and explain to her that this is how life is. And, you know, I have no problem handing it back to you if you're stuck or something, but you have got to contribute towards the household. Mm-hmm. Now she doesn't think twice about it. And she's very good. She buys stuff if we need things for the house and things. But like I have to sit down and say, uh, no, sorry, your free ride is over now. Yeah. You know, you're now earning a few bobs. So anything you need, again, like that other lady, if I had to put a few something to it, I would I would have done it and I still do it up to today and she's twenty three now. But you know, you have to, it's the parents that have to that have to set the rules and have to be not be afraid to say no. It's it's so important because they can't, they, they're going to go out into life thinking, so I can have what I want when I want. And they don't think they have to work to achieve this. And this is a huge problem.
0: Okay, well, stay there. Let me just go to Sarah-Jane. and I think that, well, you can take uh, Gladys if you want there. Let me just go to Sarah-Jane. and I think that's about it for today. But go on, Sarah-Jane. Hi.
15: Hiya Niall, How things?
0: Why are you always on at the end? Did they just squeeze you in or is it just that you wait till the last minute to hear I everybody else opinion for us? <laughs>
15: not at all,
0: I don't know. I just
15: think it's just pick and choose. It's had me in a lot recently there. It's not for winning money in anyway.
0: <laughs> Sarah, oh. young people, are they entitled? Because you weren't, you certainly weren't entitled when you were young, were you?
15: Oh, so sure, Jesus, no. We were told we were getting a present at Christmas and then you got a present. And you didn't know what you got in it. Whether it was new or second hand, you were grateful of it. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, anyway, I used to always play with my brother's ties. Didn't make any odds. But But there was uh, a
0: kind of rule, wasn't there, at Christmas, that you got one thing that you wanted, which wasn't usually too expensive. You got an annual, a selection box and a small surprise. That was the way it always was.
15: And then, like, you may go over to your grandparents and you probably would get a card with a few bob in it and, Mm. stuff like that and then yeah as one of the ladies says, I started laughing like you know if you're going into a shop I'm sort of looking at my mother saying well are you going to pay for it <laughs> and she'd say well you know your granny's just have to give you like you know you need to share that money or you need to you know like just save the buyers or any of my brothers were working with me at the time sister wasn't born but um, it'd be like you know you have to share that and stuff like that and I'd be like yeah right of no money, like, or else I spent it on something else. But, like, we have a 15-year-old, like, and I swear to God, like, try to get her to do short. It's real, like. Yeah. Like, you're yeah, practically, like, I'll pay it.
0: Well, Lorraine is like, paying them, paying yeah. She's paying them. <laughs>
15: no, it's like, if you want something, you need to get out and work for it.
0: Yeah, Brida was paying. Brida was probably paying her little one as well. To do, I
7: want I'm I'm I
0: want. do the Hoover, and then I give you a fiver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, listen, I, what, I mean, what's, what's that all about, ladies? I mean, why are you paying your children to do things? I mean, don't get me wrong, a little reward every now and again is not a big deal.
15: I, mean, me brother's clothes. Her,
8: Niall? I,
15: never,
0: I bet you did, Breda. bet you did. I,
8: I can tell you on my mother's grave, I did not. No, she had to do her chores, <laughs> and I, I was like, uh, no, no problem. It was absolutely not. Hello. She's giving her a roof over her head and food and belly and clothes and everything else. No, no. It's important she knows how to do housework and everything else. You know what I'm up good for nothing when they go out into their own gas whenever that may be. Yeah. Never. But, yeah. Anyway, um, but they have to learn. It's all about... You have to give them a but good basis in life.
0: But they're not learning anymore. Sarah, they're not, kids are not learning anymore. They're just, oh, no, they're learning off social no, media. Oh
15: no, no, they're well educated. They are. No, they're well educated from social media, clever. not from their parents. Yeah, but I tell you one thing, you know, how to pull the strings.
0: Yeah. they well
15: educated. It's like, I do say to the staff doctor, like, you know, when you get older, you're going to have to, You'll have to know all these things and, you know, when you meet uh, the right man and settle down, you'll need to know how to do. Oh, sure, no, I'll get a man that'll do all this for me. Mm. And I'm like, oh, yeah.
8: where am I getting this from?
15: Like, yeah. or, she has our
8: life read you know out for her. Or, or, or what they use. I can use Google. Google will tell me what to do.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah,
0: Google is the kind of answer for everything. Let me hang on. Let me just bring in Morgan before the end. Morgan, hi. How are you? Good,
2: as well, as could be expected, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, you have to know, yeah, yeah. Given. So, yeah, young and people and nowadays generally are they self entitled? Young? When I say young, I'm saying 14 to 22 year olds, roughly. Are they are they self entitled, Morgan?
14: Yes. In simple terms, yes. Spoiled. It's
0: awful.
14: Yeah, it's our fault. Uh, they have no consequence. Um... Parenting, traditional parenting has been taken away from them. Um, if you look at the child protection laws now, it's even illegal to say a disparaging word. That's considered um, abuse and that's mm, factual. Yeah. So there's no consequence for poor behaviour. If there is consequence, the parents will be in trouble. Um, if there are, if if it gets out that you've even said a disparaging word to your child. So yes, um, they are more entitled and unfortunately it's our fault at large.
0: Yeah, um, if we turn around to a child now and said you're not going out anywhere until you hoover that floor, that would be considered coercive control. <laughs>
14: yes. And then if you say like... You're, I'm you're telling you. It's true. People may laugh, but it's true. Have a look at the child protection laws, the actual well, laws.
0: Then,
8: then I've and, obviously broken a lot of laws over the last 10 years or so because there is we, no way.
14: We, we, we continue to do runs, it. Don't but don't but, tell
8: me how I can parent my child. Nobody.
14: But, uh, but they can because they'll come to your door and give you a visit but, and they'll take you to for, court if... if and it happened, look, and it continues to
8: happen. My my daughter threatened to ring Childline one time, don't know what was going on, and I said, here, I'll ring it for you, and <laughs> the
14: phone,
8: yeah. and she went, I oh, know Sarah, I'll do it later, and I'm like, I called yeah. her bluff, but
14: No, yeah. The scary thing is, oh, I could ring them now and say there's an issue, and based on that, they would take action, just based on an accusation, mm. they would take action. Mm-hmm. That's the scary part, really? and that's where we're heading, and we're going forward down the road, a different topic, but we're going forward down the road there as well, And that's all it will take is an accusation. And so then parents become frightened and they go, well, I'm not saying anything because, you know, that's worse than uh, trying to... Who do you blame
0: for these entitled, self-entitled kids nowadays or students? Do you blame social media for it or is, is that got a lot to do with it? Because I mentioned, I'm going to say it one more time, when I was that age or 16, let's say, or 17, I didn't know about politics. I didn't have an opinion on things the way young people have opinions on everything nowadays.
14: Yeah, well, that's it. They more they've more access to information, but less knowledge. Um, so well, I think with social media, we all accept what we see without question, and especially for kids, they don't have the, that those faculties to actually question. Um, and what so they're not critically thinking. Are, of
0: course, they don't have the ability yeah, to yeah. critically think.
14: And and mm-hmm. the traditional family's gone. We used to. I remember when I was a kid, which isn't that long ago, really. Um, but we had one television, it was awful as yeah. and we would all sit there as a family around and talk. That's right. Every dinner was at the dinner table. Now it, we're all fragmented. These uh, kids in rooms, teenagers upstairs, the younger kids um, on a tablet, and the parents busy talking to people on Facebook and Twitter and what have you. And uh,
0: we've lost the connection with each other. And that's what needs mm-hmm. to change, I think. Different. different I mean, impact. even from a very young age, and the other day I was in town and there was a woman in the shop and she was looking through perfume or handbags or something. And there was a baby in a pram and I'd say the baby was no more than two probably eight hand a phone watching cartoons, yeah. right? The mother's, yeah. obviously the mother's yeah. phone watching cartoons. And instead, the, the shop was beautiful. It was Brown Thomas, right? And it had beautiful displays and Christmassy stuff. When you were that age, you'd been sitting there watching the world around you, watching people yeah. go by, in watching awe. the decoration yeah. in awe of everything. But this child, yeah. at two, was glued to this phone. So from it's a very no young age, we're, we're doing that stuff.
8: Yeah. They've no peripheral vision anymore, or anything like that. Now they don't, they don't see what's going to their right or to their left. Never mind what's in front of them. I nearly knocked a chap over the other day because he was on his phone. He stepped out in full black gear in the evening time. Mm-hmm. Look at God! I spotted him at the last second, or I would, I would have hit him because he was on his poxy phone. <laughs> oh my God!
0: Morgan, by the way, Steve was on earlier on, and although his child is young and obviously not at that point yet, he said that if his sixteen-year-old or fifteen-year-old Gave him cheek or looked at him the wrong way, he put a <laughs> smile on the other side of his face. That's what his father did to him. What, what, what do you, what do you say to you know? Of course, you know, physical chastising is illegal in, in the last five years. Mm. But you know, he's talking about the discipline of old days, not beating children, but you know, giving them a slap if they needed it. What do you, what do you think of what he said?
14: Well, well, no, that's 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 not good, it does no good really. Um, you just teach your kids that the answer to them, the problem is to hit physical them. violence. Yeah, it, it it it's not that. Like, so there's, there's there has to be consequences for poor behaviour, of course. But hitting them teaches them
0: absolutely uh, mm. nothing except that. Well, you know, he's saying problem, it teaches them nothing, and I suppose people will come on the air. They would argue, Morgan. Oh my da, my might hit me or gave me a slap with a slipper across the arse. Didn't do didn't me any, do harm. any harm. Yeah, that's not that the yeah. argument? Did you any
14: harm? But the other argument would be: well, it didn't really, you know, stop that many people going oh, to prison no, or committing committing crimes. But crime and, but, did, but hold
0: on, you. now I'm not, I'm not defending <laughs> Steve's position here, right? But no. if my father gave me that look or my mother gave yeah. me that look. I knew what was coming after that look was a slap of the yeah. slipper or the cane in my mother's case. She had a bamboo cane she had in a plant, right? Oh, so God. you yeah. you knew what... And you get that across the <laughs> arse, right? So I knew what was coming after that look. So when you got that look, you didn't do anything else because you knew what was coming yeah. next. Do you
14: no, know what well, I mean? I got that look yeah. as well. Um, I'll tell you about me. I, I used to get um clothes brush was my mother's favourite one. Oh, wedding. the clothes brush. Uh,
4: yeah.
14: The clothes brush across the back of the arse and she would chasing me around the kitchen table when she found out I did something wrong. Yeah. And then for a week I would be an angel, um, but I would think about it but then and then I would just make sure that I didn't get caught. I would plan in advance <laughs> that if I was going to do something naughty, um, I would make sure she didn't find out. Uh,
0: because the
2: brush was, it
14: was, it was sore and it hurt, but you know, the pain goes away after yeah. a day. But what, more more? Well, I mean, well, well,
0: I, I understand the point you're making. Sorry, Bridget, what are you going to say very quickly? Well, no,
8: I was to say, well, it gives him good um, organisational skills because he has to plan. The plan his is plan bad behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like my, my mother, had the wooden spoon, and if she produced that wooden spoon, we there were six of us. Oh yeah, I remember the wooden spoon. Like, spoon yeah, oh, literally. Yeah. And all she has to say if something is wait till your father comes home, and the minute you hear dad coming in the door. You get that pit in your stomach, and you be gone. You be hiding. For the rest of the See, day. I think
0: I think those laws had to be brought in because, unfortunately, the laws had to deal with the extremes. There were some parents who didn't just go as far as slapping them on the bottom or whatever, or whatever. There were parents who actually abused their children. Uh, Morgan and Breeda, thank you very much indeed. Uh, uh, and thank you to everybody who got involved today's show. Uh, some of the messages coming in. Margaret Coe said it's the parents' fault. Brenda Walsh says the hate speech laws will sort them out. Molly Coffey says maybe some, but I work with a lot of sixth year school students, first year of college crew at weekends, and they are fabulous, polite and hardworking. But they must be an exception to the rule, I think, from what everybody's saying today. Anyway, no, it's the ones in their 30s are the ones that grew up in the Celtic Tiger years. The younger ones are actually great, for the most part, so somebody else. Dave says, uh, here we go, kids are spoiled and can't work uh, to warm themselves, blah, 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 blah. We, or who are the ones who spoil these kids if they are? It is also not fair to judge one generation by the rules of life experiences of the one that came before. Yes, there are teens who are lazy and spoiled, but there are also adults who are just as bad. I never understood this whole um, shitting on the younger generation argument. Um, There's loads... That was a long message you sent in, Dave, for God's sake. Uh, Dave says he has three kids and all are so selfish, Age 13, 10 and 5. 500 euros on each to cover their presents. They get way too much, now. Yeah, yeah... Somebody else says, no, I can't believe that she's not going to get the the VR headset for her child when it sounds like she can actually afford it. So she's going to disappoint her child for Christmas. I could never do that. Well, no, you have to understand what she was trying to say, you know, because if you keep providing what they want, they will keep asking. You know, and as somebody, right, it was Gladys said earlier on, you know, there was a time when, you know, you look forward to Christmas and birthdays because that's when you got something. You got something nice and maybe a little bit more expensive than, you know, something I get on random. Well, we didn't get random stuff in my day because obviously parents didn't have the money but nowadays parents have a bit more uh, money. But nowadays, kids get something really good for Christmas but they're getting stuff all year round anyway. So if they want a PlayStation game during the year which is about 80 or 90 quid, they get it. If they want something else during the year, they just come to you, oh, will you get me that? 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 that?" And then come Christmas, what they're looking for there seems to be no limit. There's no upper level. And, and they say it with impunity. Like, it's just like they, they don't even understand what well, they do. Un- they must understand the value of money. They must. But they just say it anyway. You know what I mean? Get me the VR headset, 600 quid. Get me an iPhone. You know what I mean? Get me this. Yeah, With no understanding of how, say, somebody who might have to earn a week's wages to get that. Or a month's wages, in some cases, to get that iPhone. I mean, that's some. That's a parent working hard for one whole month to get that present for under the tree that they might play with for three days, and then it's, ah, on to the next thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like everything is just a commodity nowadays for children. And I do agree that children are spoiled uh, to some degree nowadays. Uh, not all of them, by the way, can I say? There's some really good kids out there. There are some kids who won't have an untidy room. There are some kids who will do what they're told. There are some kids who won't throw straps every now and again. There are some kids who won't sit in the car, for example, and not talk to you, or whatever it is, or put their earbuds on And when you're talking to them and completely ignore you. There are kids who don't do that, but a lot of them do. And it's a, they're a product of society. And I suppose we can only blame society on ourselves, because we've allowed that to happen as parents, haven't we? Anyway, don't forget, by the way, continues to support the show. I know you get tired of me saying this every single day, but it's really, really important because all of this costs money. We don't make enough money uh, to pay the bills, um, but we would like to. We'd like to be able to pay the bills so we can provide this platform every day. Today was a lighter topic. It was a social issue. But many of the days, as you know, we get involved in news stories as well. And we get, give you an opportunity to come on and have your view. You won't get that on most radio stations or on any radio stations, in fact. You won't get that. You won't get the freedom to talk the way you do on this podcast. So please do support us so we can continue to do it every single day and provide you with that opportunity and that platform. It's uncensored. As I said, today was a social issue, so it's not really that important as such. It's just an opinion. But other days, their opinions are very serious matters when it comes to the government, when it comes to the left and the right, and all those are the things that we talk about on a regular basis. And we will be focusing very much on hate speech laws over the next few weeks as well, which are really important because Leo Varadkar has decided he wants to bring them in very quickly now because of what happened last Thursday. Again, I say what happened last Thursday with people setting fires to cars, buses, looting shops, they're all criminal offences. Hate speech bills are not going to stop those things happening. I don't know why we're using the two, but it's a good way for the government to deflect away from what's actually happening because they're good at that. But we'll talk more about that over the next four or five weeks and I want your input into that. And this is your opportunity to come on the air. But please help us to continue to provide that opportunity. It's all well and good saying every day, oh, I listen, I love the show and all. I love the podcast. But if you can't afford to support us, I understand there's a cost of living crisis. Thank you. And we will provide it for free. The one thing I'll ask you is you share it with your friends. But if you can spare the extra few quid, the price of a pint of beer, that's all I'm asking you for. The price of a pint of beer. It's actually less. A pint of beer is about seven or eight quid now in some place in Dublin we would ask you to subscribe to our website. If you go to NiallBoylan.com, you can go for a paid subscription of $5.99 a month. For that, by the way, you get to enjoy lots of interviews and videos, some of the stuff that we haven't put out that's exclusively available on the website. You can listen to the audio on the website for free. You can listen to the audio on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere else, but there are interviews. There was one we did last Thursday, for example, with Dr. O'Ninan, and we talked to him about immigration. We haven't put that out, but it's on the website and the video is there of the interview. If you want to go and see it, you have to subscribe. So please do it and support the show. As I said, we all have our own jobs, otherwise we wouldn't be able to do this because we don't get paid to do it. Please help us to continue to provide that platform. It's a really important platform for you. Yeah, I'm just the referee and the adjudicator. You guys get to have your opinion uncensored. So please do help us if you can. The number, simply or should I say the website simply is niallboyland.com. And every day, one subscriber gets an opportunity. One subscriber will get an opportunity to win themselves a Smug Mug. There they are there on the screen. So please do it if you can. Subscribe to us now and support the show. And I thank all the people who do that for us on a regular basis. Don't forget this show will be up on podcast in about an hour and a half or so, maybe a little bit sooner, depending on how quickly I'll make them work. And uh, we shall talk to you again tomorrow at 12. Until then, have a great day.
12: The multi-award-winning
0: Nile Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Nile Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual
4: platforms.